Blog Talk Radio. The Charlie Maverick Show is an open conversation about pop culture, sports, technology, and many other things. This show may contain strong language. Listener discretion is advised. Hey, you guys and gals. This is Charlie Maverick back with the Charlie Maverick Show, TCMS, for October 19th, 2013. I uh, did a show today to kind of go through my week in review. As random as it will be, I will try to be as verbally coherent as possible. It's early on a Saturday morning. Well, it's actually 11 o'clock on a Saturday morning, so I should be up, but I'm not up. Don't judge me for not being fully awake at this time. But um, there's a few things I want to run through. First of all, uh, Coming from last week, great things happened in football. Got to always reiterate that thank you for the uh, the Patriots for beating the Saints last week. That was that was pretty awesome. That was an awesome game. It's going to be one of those games that stays in Patriots Nation uh, history as one of the great comebacks of Tom Brady. Even though it wasn't like a, a, a an important important game, like a pivotal game for position, but uh, with the lack of personnel that we do have, it was a uh, was a good display of a good coaching, a couple of bad play calls, and a, um, a great quarterback can do. Good team ecosystem. It was, it was great. It's one of the things that you makes you love to watch football because there's been a lot of games that have come on in recent uh, memory that the last three four minutes it's at a point to where you know that the team's not going to come back. It, it's not, it's at a point to where you can go to do something else and. You don't have to worry about missing a an epic ending. Well, uh, the the Patriots and Saints game actually reminded us that magic can happen in the last few seconds of a game. So stay tuned instead of turning away. And staying tuned sometimes equals you being turned up. Awesome game. So going forward for this week, basically want to talk about a few things. I usually start off with tech to get you tech heads um, kind of like awake and listening, attentive. So I wanted to go through a couple of things with uh, with this app launcher, which made noise, a lot of noise in social networks and the Google community. Android community, um, and I want to talk about briefly a, a social experiment that I did on Google+, Plus, which turned out well for some people, and it, it kind of didn't turn out well for others. The intent was very harmless, but <laughs> the follow-through, ooh, man. <clears throat> so without further ado, I wanted to talk about uh, Aviate. This uh, new to most people and old to some 
is a uh, home screen replacement launcher and more for Android phones. You can put it on your tablet, but it kind of looks better on the on the phone. It's kind of optimized to look good on the phone, but it can go on tablets. Um, basically, Aviate is more than a home screen replacement, like we know Nova Launcher, uh, Action Launcher, and some other launchers can do. Basically, gives you more of a more control over what happens on your home screen versus what you get from Samsung, HTC, or whatnot. It, most, of, most of the time, it gives you more of a stock feel, a stock Android feel. It takes you back to, like, Nexus-esque um, experiences on your phone. But this is, this is actually quite different. Um, word on the street, Aviate was made by ex-Google employees or developers, uh, and it it takes design cues from Google Now, like certain things that you see in Google Now, if you ever use that. It takes a lot of cues from that. It uh, takes a lot of cues from, like, uh, elements of, like, Foursquare with the, with the nearby feature and whatnot. Basically, what this does and what it's made for is for those casual users of Android that are not enthusiasts to the point to where you know exactly how to set up your home screens. And if you looked on a lot of Android phone users' home screens, they look discombobulated to a certain extent. You got app icons all over the place. You got weirdly placed uh, widgets. And there's no no kind of organization because uh, unlike unlike uh, iPhone and iOS, you basically have a bunch of icons. It's a grid of icons. That's all you have. But with Android, you have a grid of a grid of icons in your your app drawer. But your home screen is whatever you make it, which takes some effort, right? It takes some effort. So when I usually get a phone. I usually go through and, you know, customize my home screens to fit the needs of what I need, right? So let's say I got calendar on one screen. I only use three home screens. So when I put a, a like, Nova Launcher on there, I, I only put three home screens. So one home screen is calendar, the calendar widget all together. Um the the main home screen is the, the Google Now widget, and it is the uh, my most used apps. And basically, what happens is uh, I get the Google Now widget, my most used apps, and like folders and types. So I, I tailor each folder to what I need, like travel, social, uh, chat, whatnot, camera, whatnot. Then the third one is like my music and podcasting. App widget. That's all, right? Got to, got to customize what I need. Well, Aviate takes the the time out of customizing your home screen for the the uh, the general casual user that doesn't have time to sit down and customize their home screen, which is good, right? So it can be intimidating. You might not know what to uh, to do it with your home screen. Well, they make it easy. So they have a few modes. 
when you wake up in the morning, they have morning mode. And they take it at the time that you they think you're getting up in the morning or after your alarm goes off or whatnot. They have algorithms in here to where uh, it suggests certain things for you in the morning, like your most used apps that you use in the morning. And you can customize and place in the, um, in the kind of home icon panel your most used apps. So when you wake up in the morning and you, you pick up your phone, you, you unlock your screen, you already have your most used apps that you, like your morning routine apps that you're going to have. Uh, so you can just click on those real quick. And it gives you uh, temperature, like forecasting, which is great, because when you wake up, you want to know the weather. Um, and that's great. Um, when they have a work one, so they, they kind of like try to learn when you're going to work or where you're going to be at work. Um, they have like specialty apps set up to where the apps that they would think that you use while you're at work. So you get a, you get a calendar of your, uh, like your itinerary or whatnot. And this can also appear in the morning so you know exactly what you need to do. Um, and, it, and it does like, like, for work, it'll give you, let's go over to work. It'll give you like email, the email app, uh, Google Drive app, calculator app, note-taking apps. They'll let you send an email, set a new event, and whatnot, give you, uh, give you stuff like that. And going, in, going somewhere is like, it'll notice when your GPS is moving, like it, it'll give you an option to put in like your home and office address manually. And what it will do is it will notice by GPS when you're moving from these locations and uh, and basically uh, give you suggested apps like navigation. Uh, if you're using the Moto X, which I use, it will give you Moto Assist, which lets you customize the alerts that you get. So real quick, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a cool app. It's for those, those casual people that don't have time to set up your home screen. The Android enthusiast might not keep this on their phone long, but the Android enthusiast is, are the people that who, who are using this right now because it's invite only. So it's not out to the masses. So right now it's the Android enthusiasts that are using and testing out this app to see how it works. And it's very fluid. It works very well. It looks great, but for me, I think that the setup that I already had, like if I didn't know how to coordinate apps and set it up on the home screen and whatnot uh, and tailor my app setup and my widget setup to what I, I, what I already want to know, what, what I already know that I want to do, uh, this would be very beneficial for like, you know, me if I didn't know how to do that or if I didn't have time to do that. It kind of to, tries to do it for you. And if you don't have an app on your phone for – for a specific routine, it suggests apps for you. So you can click Add, and it'll, it'll give you a suggestion of apps based on um, whether it's uh, morning mode, uh, office mode, uh, sorry, work mode, going somewhere. And then it has a night mode. When you, when you kind of wind down, it gives you like a calendar or whatnot of, of what uh, events on the next day and the weather for the next day, and it's pretty cool. For me, it's not it's not something that I would use extensively because of the fact that of my of my existing setup. 
I'm kind of like a pro user already. So for pro users, you might not keep it for a while. And uh, for the average user, this might be appealing. Like if you if you feel your home screen looks ugly because you don't have the time to set it up, it's a it's a good thing to have. Now going to my uh, social experiment, <laughs> what I had with Aviate. And just dimensions before I go into that, I switched back to Nova Launcher with the Click UI icon pack. Yeah, I already had that set up, so I, I really like that. It, it was more easier for me because I'm a pro user. But to the social experiment on Google Plus, I posted uh, posted like I, I had like two invites left to uh, Aviate, and I thought, hey, in this male-dominated type community, which is the Android community on Google+, why don't I give females a chance to get these invites? Because I know that every time somebody posts something, like I did an initial post in my home screen uh, screenshot with Aviate, and I got nothing but, you know, mostly dudes that were trying to get um, the invite by, like, putting their email on there and posted it. I didn't think females would get a chance. You know, we got some female Android enthusiasts out there that want the same opportunity, and they might be getting passed up. So I wanted to make it fair for females, and, I, and, and it was kind of like a social experiment at the same time. If, if I didn't mean it to be or not, it was. Um, and... I basically said, if you are a female, I got two invites left. Uh, these are for females only and for active community users. I have two emails left, so I gave you two options. What you do, uh, you send me a Google Hangout so you don't have to post your email address to a thread so you get a whole bunch of other people in the community trying to email you or spam you. See, that was, that was, I've got to talk to you. So um, that was one thing. And to add me to your circle so you would know when I have more content like this coming up uh, so I can share back with you. So it was totally a harmless thing. And you would not believe the people that took it the wrong way. Oh, my gosh. They were like, you got to do this to talk to females. You're lame. You have to you have to use the invites from Aviate to, to to talk to women. Like who does that? Like and it was only dudes that were posting this, right? So they were mad because I wasn't allowing like dudes to get the invite, which my other three invites went to dudes. And I'm an Android community frequent poster, right? And I was like these dudes are hating hard. And one female messed it up for everybody. One female messed it up for everybody. Uh, she was, like, basically uh, lame for trying to do this. But you could have just sent me the daggum Google Hangout with your email. I could have sent you the thing back, right? Could have sent you the invite. I could have blocked you, or you could have blocked me. That alleviates that whole thing. You could have added me to your circles. To appease me, I add you back. You could have removed me off your circle if you were worried about that. Like, there are fail-safes, people. 
I was I didn't have this for malicious use or anything. I was trying to be fair. So what ended up happening is I gave the other two invites to dudes. So guess what? You hating ass bitches didn't get anything in return because you you were so hung up about the fact that I was possibly trying to use this as a way to talk. There are millions of other ways. Why would I use the aviate invite? That's just stupid. Come on, people. So towards the end, after I already gave out the invites, there were a couple of good sports on the post which didn't take it seriously. They kind of knew that it was a fair thing, and <laughs> they didn't take it in the wrong way, and they posted some funny stuff. So I gave it to the I gave it to one person on that post, and you know, after I sent the invite, no more talking, right? And I sent uh, I gave the invite to someone else on Twitter, which was also a dude. So at the conclusion of the post, I basically announced that this was a social experiment, and basically ashamed of how. People reacted to it and uh, did say, you can follow me at my blog, of course. Uh, I did that. Selfless advertising. I didn't care. So it kind of angered me, but that's fine. That's fine, people. In the event, they'll always be fair and with, with the quality. That's fine. It's okay. Anyway, moving on. Uh, Aviate, not for me. Not saying it's a bad thing. Uh, it's not for me. Uh, what else am I going to go to? Uh, let's see. What's next? I keep talking about the Moto X, right? I used Moto X for... I'm not going to go into detail about it. But I used Moto X uh, for... This would be, what, three weeks? Three weeks that I had the Moto X. Maybe four weeks. Not sure. But... Basically, I still love this phone uh, exponentially, and I, d- I don't have any bad things to say about it. I did want to lead into uh, basically saying that I went into uh, Best Buy uh, this past week, and the efforts to use the, the um, Samsung Galaxy Note 3 and the Galaxy Gear which is the smartwatch companion. So everyone knows that knows me. I had a Galaxy Note 2 for a few months before going to the HTC One, then going to the the Moto X. Well, one of the reasons why I left uh, the the Note series is because the phone was just too big after a while. It was – it was just overwhelming in terms of size after a while. Uh, I didn't use the S Pen. I didn't need it. I didn't see a point of having a phone with that. The main, the main feature of it was the, the, was the battery life. Uh, other than that, I used it like a regular phone that didn't have any other features. The Samsung features on there, like uh, the air gestures and all that, I didn't use it. I, I honestly didn't. Uh, I... I tested them out to see how they work, maybe used each one for a day or so, got bored with it, turned it off, or not used it completely. Um, I think the only the only thing I liked about it was the fact of one of the, the features was uh, 
was the, uh, the smart stay. When you're looking at the screen and it senses your eyes with the sensors, it, it stays on. That barely worked. You had to be in perfect lighting conditions for that to work. Like if you're in a dark, uh, in a dim room like your living room probably is, if you don't have a big light on, you just got a lamp on or whatnot, it doesn't work that well. And and if it notices some light in a room besides another light, anyway, it didn't work that well. So I went into Best Buy to use the Note 3 and the Galaxy Gear. I'll go through this real quickly. I don't miss a big phone like that. Uh, I like the black version better because it actually has uh, a leather feel to to the uh, Galaxy Note 3. I didn't like the white one. It's just a hard shell kind of thing. They did that so it wouldn't stain on the back cause, because it's white, but eh, whatever. Uh, the phone is huge, man. The phone is absolutely gargantuan. It's too big. It's too big. I, I held it in my hand, and I went back to the Note 2, went back to the Note 3. I was like, how did I use a big-ass phone like this? How did I do that? How did I manage to do it that long and not be going crazy because it was so large? It blew my mind. It, it's just too big. It's just, at what point do we stop? I know there's a market for it, people. I know there's a market for it. But at what point does it get too large, a phone? I know you want to have a hybrid phone and tablet thing, but the phone's not big enough to, t- to legitimately take notes. If you get the Galaxy Note 8-inch or the 10-inch tablets, that's fine, but... It's not big enough to legitimately have that as a note-taking device, in my opinion. Um, It is packed with features. I can't lie about that. It's packed with features, which are are pretty good. Um, And, of course, it's Samsung. They pack as many features as they can. They don't work seamlessly all the time. Uh, but they do have them. It, it's it's kind of like it's kind of like you can't go anywhere without a Samsung Galaxy phone, and people are not like, "Wow, hey, you know about this feature? You know about this feature?" Because you know the advertising and whatnot, which is great. Um, I'd say if you are into big phones, definitely get the Galaxy Note three over the HTC One Max whenever that comes out. That's a freaking ridiculous device. Or uh, you're probably never going to get the, 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 the Sony gargantuan phone, so we're not even going to go through that. I would also tell you to get this over the Galaxy Mega because that's too big and that's not going to get updated. Updates are another show with Samsung, but anyway. Uh, the Galaxy Gear smartwatch. What are my impressions of that? Positive impressions. It's made very nice. It's made like a $300 watch. I think that's what they're charging you $300 for. The build quality of of the watch is very, very good. 
very, very, very good. It's a, it's a big watch. Don't get me wrong. It's a huge watch. It's thick. It's a big watch. But it fits comfortably, um, and it looks good. I mean, they actually use some good stuff on it. So it's, it's like the pebble is plastic. Let's be real. The, the pebble's plastic in most parts of it. It, it, it works feature-wise better than the Galaxy Gear, but build quality, of course, doesn't compare to the uh, the Galaxy Gear. And I, that's that's where the price comes in. They charge you $150 more because of the build quality. And you got a camera on the wristband, which you can't have on the Pebble. The wristband camera low quality in terms of picture taking is like it's not even two megapixels so don't worry about taking pictures good good quality pictures with this it's not going to replace your your camera phone but it does take 720p video and that's decent that that's really decent so if you want to capture those moments with your kids let's say you want to get this as as a way to capture moments with your kids uh i think it's like 10 second video it's not it's not long duration type video so it's like quick capture video so if you want to catch those moments of your kids and whatnot uh doing something on video with the 720p uh resolution video then that's great picture taken it wouldn't do it unless you're doing like a really close-up shot and you can tell by the viewfinder it's going to be decent, but if it's like something like a further distance away than like 12 feet, I wouldn't even try to do it because yeah, yeah, it's going to be grainy and terrible. But basically, uh, the watch is made nice. The, this, the camera is kind of like if you don't want to wait for, for Google Glass and you want to take video, from your wrist without taking out your phone, or you want to sneak and get somebody on camera real quick. <laughs> it's like a creep camera. So if you want to sneak and get somebody on camera, if something's popping off in a bar or something, and or outside or at a venue, you just want to get that without being blatantly noticeable with your phone taking a uh, video, then that's great. If you get the black armband, you you probably couldn't even tell there's a camera facing you. <laughs> so it's great. Um, it takes phone calls, uh, it, and it works pretty well. It, it only works with the Galaxy Note 3. Uh, I was going to wait to, to the, the, the cons of this, but it only works with the Galaxy Note 3. It, the updates are coming to the the Galaxy S4 to get that working with a uh, 4.3 update. It's going to allow for compatibility with the smartwatch, with the Galaxy Gear. But for right now, it's still predominantly just with the Note 3. So you you got to get the Note 3, then you got to get the $300 watch or get a bundle which lessens the price of the watch. Or if you're lucky enough, you went into some Verizon uh, stores and they had a, a promotion going on when you get the, the Note 3, you get the free smartwatch. So I'm sure a few people got that. I'm sure of, uh, a number of you got that, took advantage of that. Some of you were mad because you already used your upgrade at that point. Uh, 
I would say it's a it's a first gen device. The three hundred dollars is definitely the build quality, not the functionality. I mean, it takes calls and it takes video. It's a well built watch. It takes calls while ted while Bluetooth tethered to your uh, your Note three. It takes seven twenty p video. Is it? It's uh. It runs apps. The notifications suck on it. You can do voice commands through S Voice, which is I don't know if that's a feature or or a flaw. <laughs> um, and I mean, what are you gonna do? It's a first gen device. It's an early adopter device. It's a uh, it's it's gonna be better. It it's they beat Apple to the punch. Uh, it's a it's an aesthetically and potentially better option for uh, more to get in the Pebble or any other smartwatch out there. Um, but, I mean, I think they're testing the waters, just like they did with the Note 1, which turned out to be a laughing stock to some people and a success to some. That was a first-gen experiment, and they built upon it with the Note 2, and the Note 3 got better, right? This might be one of those same things. Early adopters get in, and then they start to like it, uh, and then more features come to it. The, the second gen comes out, and boom, you got something that's crazy, and it's going to compete with uh, Google smartwatch if they make one. That's going to be real crazy. Then the, whenever Apple, if they do a smartwatch, it's going to compete with that. So I think they got in the game really early. Early, I wouldn't buy one. If you give it to me free, and if it worked with other devices other than Samsung devices, I would certainly use it because I'm using a Note. I'm, I'm using a, a Moto X. I love this phone, hands down, more than any Samsung device that I've used since the Galaxy Nexus. But Uh, would I say buy? No, I wouldn't say buy. If you got the money, why not? If you if you want if like I said, if you want to capture 720p video, if you want to take calls with your with your watch, and you if you want a well built watch that looks like it costs three hundred dollars, then that would do it. And if you didn't want to wait wait for Google Glass, that does it. That does it. Don't get it for the notifications. Don't get it for that because you're going to be disappointed. Get it for the video. Get it for the calling feature. Get it for the build quality. Get it for the potential that it could have soon. But don't get it for the notifications. That ain't what it's made for, even though... <laughs> Even though it's supposed to be, this is an actual not. This is to me. This is not a competitor to. This is a competitor to Google Glass. See, Samsung is not going to make that glass feature. Or if they are, they're trying to experiment and see what they can pack into a wearable first. Think about it a little bit. Open up a discussion. Ran out of time, people. Wanted to talk about some other stuff, but 
basically this came this, this turned into an AV8 and Note 3 and a Galaxy Gear uh, review. I'm okay with that. I might do another show on tomorrow the 20th. Definitely a high probability I'm going to do a show on Monday or Tuesday or both because <clears throat> um, those are guaranteed usually be my, uh, my days to do so. Next month is going to be kind of tricky because I'm going to be working until 7 p.m. in November, and I'll probably have to do later 11 o'clock p.m. shows. So I do thank you for listening. Stay up on the blog. It is charliemaverick.blogspot.com. Tune in to blogtalkradio.com backslash TCMS. Put that in your RSS feed. Put that in your um, upload it, subscribe to it in your favorite podcasting app. Stay tuned. Turn up. Thank you for listening. TCMS. My name is Charlie Maverick. You guys have a great weekend. Make sure you watch football. Make sure you stay up on tech. Make sure you love pop culture. Make sure you don't kill anybody because that's just wrong. And if you got a baby mama, I hope you don't have any drama. Something like that. All right, people. Be cool. Stay classy, America. <laughs>